Pokemon in a bracket and determine which is the best one. That's right, whether they're great or they stinks. From Mew to Jinx, we're champs in the making, the podcast. He loves shorts, they're comfortable and easy to wear. It's my co-host, Evan. He wants to be the best like no one ever was. To catch him is my real test. To train him is my cause. It's my co-host, Saker. How are you going to catch me? What are you going to do? There's no Pokeballs in real life. Just a Mm. net. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of ways I can catch you. Uh huh. <laughs> you could just. I can, uh, like, go, let's see, get your passwords and stuff, <laughs> and, uh, like, go online and pretend to be you for a while. That's a good and one. then, like, like lure you into some sort of, like, uh, I could just get you thrown in jail. You just I think, guess would be you the just best think way to catch. catch is sort, short for catfish. You think that if you get all my passwords oh, yeah. and pretend to be someone, you can catch me. Catfish. You, you put a little apostrophe in the word catch. Just, uh. I'm gonna spearfish you, bud. Ooh. This is gonna be, like, a very targeted, uh,. <laughs> attack jesus christ what is uh so catfishing is when you stick your arm in the water and then you come up with a you tickle you tickle them you tickle you tickle, you tickle, you tickle the you tickle under there and you grab them by their whiskers and pull them oh, up like a magic card i didn't know that okay and spear fishing is when you what just uh you you take just one finger and you work it out until it's like <laughs> iron and then you just get you that just fish. jab it right into the water <laughs> yeah just kill that fish in one stab damn wow okay and sometimes it's so fast it even cooks him in the same motion if you uh if you're oh, strong yeah. enough you with get that the, finger if you get the speed down you get that kung fu grip sure you compared the other one to a magikarp uh what's the pokemon that likes to spear things ev um <laughs> spear Gyarados. <laughs> That's Isn't good. That ma- Magikarp turns into. I, you got me. See, here's the thing. I think so. Dear listeners to Champs in the Making, uh, Evan and I usually host the podcast. It's all been done a Branded Good Ladies podcast. And this is, of course, the Orange Grove's show swap week. Um, we, d- <laughs> we don't know shit about Pokemon. So this is going to be an extra, extra special episode hey, of Champs in the Making. you don't know shit about Pokemon. Oh, boy. How much shit do you know about Pokemon, Ev? Uh, not not a okay. lot, but I, I know a little shit. <laughs> you were able I to play name... the games. I played the games when they first came out, and I lived in Japan when Pokemon was a big thing. So I kind of got like osmosis oh, to Pokemon from there. the years 1996 to 2021 when yes, Pokemon I was a big still thing. Still in Japan, <laughs> sure, absolutely. Um, I, I watched a uh, um, be, uh, everyone loves Raymond episode where Raymond's <laughs> uh, son got knocked down, and the kid stole his Pokemon cards. Oh. Pokemon. I think that's what the grandma calls. Yes, him. of course. You know the perennial uh, hit with um, younger generations. Everyone loves Raymond. Uh, yes, of course. I'm sure every a 19 to 23 year old who's listening to this podcast right now <laughs> is totally on board with what we're saying about. Uh, I love Brad Garrett. I gotta say, I just want to give a big shout out to Big BG right now, uh, Raymond's older brother on the show. Also, the voice of the pirate leader in Porco Rosso. He's just a, a how great you, actor. How would you catch? How would you ca- capture Brad Garrett? Boy, that's a great question. How to capture? He's a big dude, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's any net in the world that can hold him. Uh, and listeners, we're going to put a uh, picture of Brad Garrett in the show description. <laughs> <laughs> he's he'll be our first champ in the making. Brad Garrett versus uh, Ray Barone. Uh, what the fuck is Raymond Barone's real name? Ray Romano. Ray Roman- <laughs> Romano Pecorino, you don't know his name? Hey, come on, what kind of Italian are you? (laughs) Um, I think that I would set some sort of like, just put like maybe uh, five Arby's roast beef sandwiches in a pile. (laughs) And then put put just like a big box on top. And when he picks up a sandwich, the box falls on him. And then he gets confused and probably goes to sleep is what I would imagine Brad Garrett is going to do. 
I would do the same thing, except there would be a packet of like horsey sauce hanging from like a little a little um, string. Sure. And he'd be like, I need to put this Arby's. I, don't, I can't do his thing. I, <laughs> I need to put Ray. this. I miss Ray. <laughs> sure. That's good. <laughs> I need to put this Arby's <laughs> sauce on my <laughs> I just so you reach up and he pulls it and then the trap door opens below sure, him and sure, then he sure. goes right into the See, right into the pit. For me, it's not the horsey sauce, but it's the Arby sauce. And all I did was put it on a hook and just like a fish, he tries to eat the Arby sauce and then just gets trapped there and I reel. He him grabs in. it and he just won't let go. <laughs> sure. He's unwilling to let like, go. That's like crabs, right? You go crab fishing. Can you imagine dragging Brad Garrett across the <laughs> ground as he holds onto your Arby sauce from a fishing line? Fuck, I'm I'm saying I miss Ray the whole time. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Ev, as this this little game goes, we're doing some champs in the making. So here's what this show is. For people who listen to- More like cramps in the making. Oh, shit. More like gramps in the making. We're going to be grandpas on this show. Uh, More like grapes in the baking. We're going to be baking some grapes. (laughs) What happened? I don't think- I mean, you can bake raisins. Yeah, raisin bread. Grapes are too watery. You would like- I don't know. Do you make? Do you bake grapes? I don't. Do you want to make some baked grapes? That sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> would they just turn into they, raisins? They would either. They would like. It'd be like cooking like cherry tomatoes, right? They would get all wrinkly and yeah. kind of. All their juices would spill out. I think they'd yeah, pop. Yeah. Pop like popcorn. I mean, it's, a, it's a noble experiment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and something to try with my my four year old son. Again, what happens if you cook cook grapes and oranges? One of those. One of those bizarre. Now that I'm going to have it, quarantine fantasies. Now that we've been in quarantine for a year, where I'm like. I just want to cook grapes with my friend Evan. That's all. I just want to get out of here and do what I've always wanted cook to do. some fucking grapes. Yeah. Um, so what oh, we, do we swear on this podcast? Uh, yes, we can swear. It's fine. Okay. Um, so uh, for this podcast, uh, they've given us... That I swear an oath <laughs> to fulfill my obligations in determining which Pokemon is the finest of them all. From Pikachu to Raichu and beyond. <laughs> um They've given us 11 matchups. We don't have to get through them. The oh, nice Jesus. thing the nice thing about this podcast as opposed to our podcast is that they set a timer and when that timer goes off, the podcast is done and they do not go any further. They finish the matchup they're on, I think, but then they're done. Um, so, do we have is the timer already going? No. I didn't say god, can you imagine we would get through one fucking matchup? <laughs> so, yeah. uh Ev, I'm going to are you, are we Well, we know that we know that Brad Garrett will not beat an Arby's roast beef sandwich. <laughs> Arby's roast beef sandwich is our first winner. No way in the world could he do that. Uh, Ev, I'm now sharing my screen with you, uh, and I am going to uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start the timer here. Are you ready to start ranking some Pokemon? Give me a second. This, let me get my... Here's what's going to suck is that uh, some, of these, some of these Pokemon might be people's babies, and we're going to be like, oh, he looks dumb. Done. F- fucking forget it. The other guy wins. And they're going to be real pissed at us. Wait, Pokemon are born of human parents? Not literally somebody's babies. Oh, well, I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I don't know where the where the IP has gone in the like twenty years since I've interacted. No, with it, I mean right? I think it is speculated that Mr. Mime is Ash Ketchum's father, but I don't think that they are literally. <laughs> I, I did. I in preparation for this, I watched uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon with my four year old. Did you really the, the series? Yeah. Oh, did he like where it? They go to like he he thinks it's fine. Okay. He likes long haired <laughs> girls. He doesn't really care about. Um, Pokemon, the Pokemon themselves. There's no long hair. There are cute long haired girls. In oh, there, there so are. He's pretty happy. Okay, with good, it. Yeah. good. Uh, okay, so I'm going to set this timer, and then we are going to get around to our first Pokemon matchup. So here we go. Poke matchup set a timer number one. For 45 minutes. And is Siri going to tell me? Okay, your timer is set. Here we go, baby. Our Pokemon matchup number one is we have Yan Mega, who you can see on my screen right now. Yep. Versus okay. 
Zeraora. Yan Mega versus Zeraora. Zeraora. Okay. okay. So, um, well, give me a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them looks like a bug. <laughs> That's correct. A bug plane, and the other one looks like a uh, werewolf man. That's 100% right? correct. Yes, you have, you've accurately determined what they look like. What do you think about these two, Ev? Is there one that you immediately like better? Well, I feel like um, I need to know how big they are, right? Sure, that's right down here. The height of uh, Yan Mega is uh, Jesus, six, three six foot three and 113 Mom. pounds. Little skinny boy. Okay. Uh, and Zerora is 4'11 and only 98 pounds. So right off the bat, Jesus, this is a huge fucking bug. This bug yeah, would beat the shit. Yeah, that's a big shit. old bug. Here's the thing, like, okay, so we're judging them on criteria, and the only criteria that seems to matter to Pokemon is combat ability, right? Hey, Evbo. What? That's what annoys me about Champs in the Making, that I know people love, is that what the fuck are we rating these Pokemon on? So, Ev, what I've done is I've created mm-hmm. a little wheel. So let's see what criteria <laughs> we are going to rate these Pokemon on today. You are so smart. Well, it is a fight to the death. To the death. Okay. <laughs> I have 25 different criteria we could rate them on. So we are rating these two on a fight to the death. Okay. So, um, so I think that... It depends on if the the Zeno, Zenoora mm-hmm. has a has any sort of a um, ranged attack, right? Because sure. otherwise, oh, the Zeraora, Zeraora, it's just gonna it's gonna like the, the little bug's gonna fly. The six foot tall bug is gonna fly around <laughs> and just like well, here's get him, here's what right? here's what this guy has, right? He's got spark. Uh, he's got Volt Switch, Thunder Punch, but it does look okay, like they're so all looks, Plasma Fist, Thunder he's Punch. Electric, electric boy. He's electric, but they're all physical attacks, too, you can see in the second column. And this little bug boy uh, has a bunch of attacks uh, that are... Oh, he has a bunch of, like, animated GIF? Yeah, GIFs. well, I mean, I think a lot of them have... See, this is, uh, <laughs> this is click the generation numbers to see their learn sets. Okay, so let's see what this thing has. He's got a lot of physical, too, but he's also got shit like Sonic Boom, Super Sonic. What the fuck do you think Ancient Power is? Well, I think that Ancient Power is where he summons the uh, soul of a dead <laughs> god. And... Uh, Fucking Buddha's ghost penis Good comes Lord. out. Good you know, I th- I think that's exactly is... what it is. Holy fuck! So yeah, I think this I think this bug has the I think this bug has it. Man. I think this bug has it too. And believe me, I mean, I want to be anthropocentric. Like I really want Zeraora to to pull this out. Yeah. But I think you can't you can't beat a six foot bug. Absolutely that's just gonna get you. not. This bug would wreck anybody's shit. Good Lord! Yeah, like you never know when it was coming. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, so I think I think we've decided our first also, Pokemon. I match. just saw that Zeraora's base friendship is zero, so I don't like that. <laughs> Can we see what Yon Mega's? Seventy. Seventy. This, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. He's. This guy likes. This guy likes friends. <laughs> this guy has friends. So so this lonely electric Pokemon is just sitting in his little shack down by the river, yeah. tickling fishing spear fishing fish. Uh-huh. As he He's and, thunder uh, punching Magikarp. Six six foot bug just rips the top off of his shack. Like a fucking Kool Aid man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then just blasts him to just death. Just yells at him until he dies. Yeah. But the thing is, like, he likes it though, because oh. it's it's very clear in the Pokemon, at least the the um Sun and Moon, the Pokemon enjoy fighting. Sure. They like and they they like getting hurt sure. to some extent. Sure. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother it's them. It's a fun too competition much. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we've decided on our first one. Yan Mega beats Zerora. Ev, our next competition is Politoed. Oh. Oh, I like very that cute, very cute. He's a cutesy. Versus oh no, Shinx. 
Politoed versus Shinx. Shinx sounds like something like Shinx. Sounds like something vaguely like it's it's a racial epithet. Absolutely, some sort of some. It's got a. And the two these are competing in freestyle swimming competition. Freestyle. Freestyle swimming. I mean, this isn't even a competition, is it? Shinx is a shiny cat, and Politoed's a fucking frog. Okay. Like. Um, I mean, cats don't. Cats hate swimming, right? We're we're done. This is it. We've decided it. Got to. Well, let me see the cat. Let me see the cat's okay. uh, stats. I feel like the cat stats. Are we gonna fly through? I feel like we're gonna fly through these matchups. That's not a good thing. Good. We're gonna knock them out. <laughs> we're gonna decide. I'm gonna ask for more. I think 45 minutes is gonna go a lot quicker than you think. <laughs> That's very possible. Very possible. Uh, okay. So um, you want to see the moves? Here we go. Again, a lot of electric moves. Not great in the water if these two are freestyle swimming. Remember, they're not fighting. Well, it is because if they're freestyle swimming, the little cat can electrify the water. And I, I okay. feel like electric Pokemon are kind of kind of proof against electric. Like they're little, they're grounded, right? So y- like Pikachu doesn't shock himself. You feel like or itself, no, their self. The, I don't, well, yeah, they can, they can be any gender. That's the Pokemon are animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So you're you're thinking that no matter what is happening, no matter what competition we're putting these in, they are going to find some way to sabotage each other through fighting. Yes, as I as I uh, in the great Alolan pancake race, where the Pokemon race <laughs> around the uh, Alolan islands sure. carrying pancakes, um, they do. I mean, they do race carrying the stacks of pancakes, but also like their powers are come into play. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they're running. Okay, all right. So, okay, so we have to keep so in mind. I think it, well, let's let's check the cat's friendship score. If it has a high friendship <laughs> score, it's going to be nice, and it's not going to use its electrical. Powers. I think that's its friendship with with the human that captures it. I don't right? care. Not a friendship with friend- another. Listen, if you've got a high friendship score, you're friends with everyone. Okay. If you got a low, if you got a low friendship score, you're not friends. That's with what anyone. we've decided. Okay, sure. So the toad yeah, is a seventy. We've we've got to have some sort of like a and the cat is a seventy. Upon... They're both seventy. Okay, they're both they're both pretty. Okay, nice. let's let's look that... at their height and weight. Right, Shinx is a foot tall and twenty pounds. Politoed is three foot tall and seventy four pounds. So I think Shinx does have the advantage there, being more aerodynamic in the water. Okay, yeah, but Politoed's leveling rate is medium oh, slow, so I'm assuming that applies to its swimming hey, rate too. Leveling rate medium, oh, medium slow. slow. Okay, damn, okay. this is tough. This is tough. Okay, I I mean. So we can have, we don't have to be unanimous. We can have ties. And in a tie, I am going to go to the Champs in the Making Discord and uh, just ask for someone's opinion. So I honestly think, I think Politoed is going to win, though. I think Politoed is going to win. They have a high enough friendship score. Neither of them is going to. uh, They're not going to be angry with each other. They're not going to fight each Mm -hmm. other. They're not going to hurt each other. I think they are friends. And I think this is a friendly competition between them. Okay, we've decided then. Politoed? Politoed it is. Politoed moving on. Look at that little boy. I really hate yeah. eliminating either of these. They're so cute. God. And I do love that Politoed's antenna matches the swirl in his belly as if God created him. Yeah. Isn't he like a mix between a toad and like a polywhirl? Is that the like, hypnotized, hypnotized It guy? evolves from polywhirl when traded oh, holding uh, a king. Go. You are a genius. Look at you. You know fucking Pokemon shit. Like I said, I played them back in the day. De- I played the games back in the day. He looks so much different from him daddy. <laughs> That's him, Daddy. Him, him, Daddy. No, he don't look. Him, Daddy, don't look too much. Diff. Okay, all right. Well, oh wow, <laughs> Polly Rath looks like a. He's a Polly Rath is gonna kick your ass. Um. Okay, let's go to the next matchup. The next matchup is Panseer, oh, no. the high temperature Pokemon Panseer. Panseer. That's a very good name. Versus they just Glalie. They don't even care <gasps> anymore. Oh no, Glalie is a face Pokemon. Oh, Glalie is horrifying. Yeah, I like Glalie a lot. I, Do you see it? Like he's, he's got like a little critters vibe to him. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately dislike Glalie. 
Oh no, horrifying. It doesn't really matter whether you like him or That's not. That's true. What matters is who's going to be better when faced up in... The Prisoner's Dilemma. <laughs> Ev, are you familiar with The Prisoner's Dilemma? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've, I've done game theory. Okay, good, good, good. So uh, just for just for our listeners, uh, The Prisoner's Dilemma is uh, you get to choose uh, to betray or to work with, right? If, uh, mm-hmm. if both people betray, then they both lose. If they both work with, they both lose, but less. If one betrays and the other works with, the person who betrays really wins. Uh, and the other one really loses. So... We're going to go on game theory here. Panseer is so nice and sweet. And Galalee yep. is a piece of shit. <laughs> but, well, we don't think about what what uh, Panseer and uh, oh, base friendship 70 of Galalee. I do love... Their <laughs> base friendship's both 70. They seem really nice. I do love that we are basing so much of this on one score. And that score is base friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure a score that has never been looked at in another Champs in the Making episode. Well, we are we are human beings, right? And we are defined by our ability to cooperate and work together and create cultures and you know history and that sort of sure, thing. Sure, sure. So I think I think it makes sense for us to judge others based on our own attributes. Now that's true, but we have to think of. I mean, we we to to personify everything in nature to to say to look at that toast and say the face of Jesus is inside of it is I think doing a disservice to toast because sometimes we just have to put cinnamon and sugar on it and appreciate it for what it is, baby. You know what I mean? So maybe yeah. we can't say like, well, these Pokemon both have the same base score, blah blah blah, because like, I just don't think that's how it works. I don't think. Well, I feel like I feel like friendship does play into this particular <gasps> matchup. Look at. At Panseer's nice. level one move is called Play Nice. Yeah, so he's definitely Panseer is a hundred percent like gonna work together. Yeah, yeah. What if? Okay, so I hadn't considered this when I made Prisoner's Dilemma one of the things. What if they both stay silent or they both betray? Uh, is it a tie? Let's find out. We'll find out when okay, it happens. Okay. So I do believe that Panseer is going to. To play, nice. to play nice yes that's that's right. what pants now does. let's go to glalie and see his oh, its moveset fairy wait it's fairy and mineral uh, there's a mineral type pokemon where <laughs> yeah it's got all sorts of rocks on it look at that like a little crystalline oh, yeah. fairy and spikes mineral. and Whoops, things I clicked it. okay cool so yeah he's he's a black rock core covered in ice just because someone here's a great lesson for life just because someone looks scary doesn't mean they are scary right we all know well, also, the pigeon also lady the thing here it says that um, Ash, Ash had one, so it can't be truly evil, yeah, right? Yeah, Snow Runt did evolve into a Glalie, of course. Uh, I wonder if Ash's Glalie was like a little sweet boy, or oh, it looks like they get along. Okay, here's him yeah. hanging out with Pikachu. Here's him smiling with his horrifying face. Yeah, it's got like a, it's like you have a floating like Jason Voorhees mask <laughs> behind you, right? It's very true. <laughs> It's like a hockey mask that turns into a big chomping mouth. I do like that it's taking something scary and redefining it as like the hero has one of these. It's not so bad. Well, let's look at let's look at its moves. Let's see if we, we can get any uh, indication on what's going to work together or not. Okay, all right. So we're going down to its moves here. So it's it's got moves like leer. That doesn't sound too friendly. Protect. Mm-mm. All right. I don't. There's no, no such thing as play nice. But I mean, there's nothing mm-hmm. that necessarily would indicate that it's a piece of shit either. So well, sheer cold. So maybe it gives the cold shoulder to people. Sure. Maybe okay. it's one of those. It's one of those Pokemon that's hard to once you win its trust. Uh, it's it's with you forever, mm-hmm. or at least until the next series when all of your Pokemon mysteriously disappear, <laughs> except for Pikachu. Uh-huh. Yeah, but and you have to catch a new one. But you don't think the Pantsier has gotten on his good side yet? So what does Glalie evolve from? Uh, Glalie evolves from, I believe, a Snow Runt. 
Uh, yes, yeah, snow, snow runt. runt. Oh, okay. Yeah, cute little. Oh gosh, look at that little. Bite. I know he's got a little like robe that he has on. It's adorable. S- snow runt. Uh, snow hat Pokemon. Snow runt can also evolve into a Frostlass, who's adorable and equally scary. I do like they all look like they have skulls, like little Cubone skulls over their heads. That's very scary. Um, but again, as as they say a lot in champs. We are not allowed to look at the pre-form or the post-form. Maybe we could use it for a little bit of context, but you're not judging it based on how cute oh. Snow Runt is. We're just b- judging it based okay. on this one itself, right? Well, that's kind of that's kind of facetious because, like, that's like saying you're judged immediately upon meeting, right? Sure. It's like you're just judging someone on their looks and their stats and stuff without taking any context or history into account. Buddy, when somebody shows up to the Prisoner's Dilemma contest, we don't say, tell me about your childhood. We say, choose well, right now trust or betray yeah but i mean we're deciding what they're going to choose right so we have to know context right uh, to, to to judge this based contextless okay. is is uh madness I'm with pure you. madness i'm with you but i'm gonna say i'm gonna say he almost certainly the uh glalie oh gosh i like those little the animated, animated ones guys. yeah yeah <laughs> okay. Google, Google. <laughs> i think glalie wins this i think glalie chooses Gla- to betray uh pants here do you agree <laughs> it's hard i I think Glalie, I think Glalie works with Pants here, to be honest. But wow, um, okay, interesting. So wow, all right. So you think that they both agree? So here's what we do: we take the we take the uh, the the average of ours. So you think they both agree? So you give them both a negative one here, according to the Wikipedia page for mm-hmm. Prisoner's Dilemma. I think Glalie betrays, and so Glalie gets a zero, and Pants here gets a negative three because he plays nice. So that evens us out with Glalie at negative one, Pants here at negative four. Okay. So, Glalie wins. Glalie beats the shit out of Pansy. Yep, absolutely. Damn. Uh, let's not use combat metaphors sure. for things that aren't battles. Sure, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. Good call. Good call. All right, let's move on to our next battle, though. We have Murkrow. Ooh. Oh, my God, that Murkrow. little hat. Okay, Murkrow. Yeah, it's like a little little witch witch. Crow. Yeah, it's a murder of crows, a Murkrow. Um, oh, Murkrow versus Lombre. Japanese. Two hats. <laughs> <laughs> These are some hat-ass Pokemon. Lombre, jolly Pokemon. Oh, he is. A, wait, what was Murkrow? Murkrow's a darkness Pokemon. He does look sad. Oh, I feel so bad for Murkrow. All right, and, he does look a little bit yeah. sad. And you know, Lombre looks kind of sad too. Lombre, even though he's called the jolly Pokemon, his he's got some sad eyes. It is there. strange, but I feel like he's not sad. He's more serious, which again doesn't make sense with jolly Pokemon. But he looks like he's got his hands down, ready to draw his pistols from his sides. Like it looks like his his arms are longer than his legs. Yeah, that's got to be a, a hard a life to live. Hard life live. Hey, uh, his Japanese name is Hasu Hasubrero. What is Hasu? Because sombrero is definitely the second part of that, right? That's cute. I mean, it's in katakana, so I can't. Oh, okay. Tell okay. What it's, uh, what it's <laughs> like, there's no kanji right. there, bud. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, spin the wheel to see what they are competing in. These two are competing in writing a novel that ranks higher on the bestsellers list. So we have the New York Times bestsellers list. We got Murkrow and we got Lombre. Oh, what are these two going to what do? Kind of books? I feel like Murkrow writes a, uh, um, you know how like um, apocalyptic teen novels were mm-hmm. all the rage back in the early aughts. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and then there's like, then it became like Fault Within Our Stars sort of things sure. where it's like uh, just sad novels, sure. like novels about something sad happening to a teen and then, you know, someone having to get over it somehow. I feel like that's the book that Murkrow that's writes. That's interesting because I see Murkrow as either having written a book of poetry or Ooh. a book, like some sort of like a, a autobiographical, like, you know, maybe a, a warning text against, you know, how to end up not like my life. 
Um, murder of one. Yeah, oh, murder of one is a great name for his book. But I, I like any of those ideas. I like them all. Let's let's take a look at Lombre here. What sort of book? I think Lombre just writes a cookbook. Yeah, either a cookbook or like a children's book. A children's book, that's true. A children's cookbook. That's very good. I do like that. Okay, so now, taking those two things into mind, let's look up a children's cookbook um, bestseller. Do you think there's ever been a children's cookbook on a bestseller list? If you give... A pig, the White House. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I don't know if that's a uh, a cookbook, uh, though. That would be nice. Okay, so let's see. Let's see. So the number one children's cookbook. It doesn't tell us how much it's sold, but it does seem to be pretty popular with nine thousand five hundred and forty-one ratings. Five. Although stars. the second one has fifteen thousand ratings, the unofficial Harry Potter cookbook. Now, and I think that tells us something too, right? Which is. How long has Harry Potter been popular? Like 20 years now, right? So this has probably stayed that, on the, the high score list for a really, really long time, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so so there's some staying power to to a children's cookbook, perhaps. I think that's mm-hmm. interesting. So what, what sort of cookbook were we, or what sort of book were we doing for Murkrow? Uh, Murkrow was a, like, the fault within our stars. Uh-oh. Okay, let's see how many ratings fault within our stars ranks at. <laughs> Okay, so Fault Within Our Stars. The or the Fault in Our Stars. Or Fault in Our wrong. Stars, yeah. Uh, how many, let's see, Fault in Our Stars book. 52,873 ratings, but four and a half stars as compared to the five stars for Complete Cookbook for Young Chefs. So I guess my question is, is how... So obviously, Complete Cookbook for Young Chefs mm-hmm. is a better book Mm -hmm. than fault in our stars (laughs) but fault in our stars has sold way more copies (sighs) so are we judging these like based on how many how many product how much product they've moved write a novel that ranks higher on the bestsellers list all right so the uh so murkrow murkrow takes it out yes murkrow takes him out fucking yeah i don't know if there's two ways around this is there all right, we've just like our Bare Naked Ladies podcast, we've ascribed random personalities to these two Pokemon and then judged them based on those personalities. Uh, Murkrow, moving on to the next round over Lombre. Ev, we're doing good. 20 minutes down, 25 to go, and we've breezed through three challenges. Here's our next one. We have Arctozolts. 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 Oh, a, a fossil Pokemon. A terrible name, a very ugly Pokemon. Yeah, he's got a. It looks like the bottom half of a shark with flipper feet, and then a dragon. It's it's got like a la mode on the top, like a big scoop of ice cream, and then coming out of it is a dragon and head two with floppy like floppy dragon arms. They, yeah, it looks like it's like caught under there, oh. and his nose is dripping. Yeah, he has a cold or some shit. Oh, oh god, it is resurrected by combining a fossilized <laughs> bird and a fossilized dino, and is not known to evolve into or from. Oh, any so of this the is Pokemon. a real Jurassic Park shit. They just pulled. Yeah, what a sad, what a sad. I life. hate this. I hate this Pokemon already. I hate him, and he's going against Vivillon or Vivian, perhaps. Oh, Vivian. Yeah, the Katakana is Vivian. Vivian. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, Vivian is beautiful. It's like a computer-generated butterfly. And mm-hmm. I kind of love it, but it does look like it has an erect penis on this picture. <laughs> <laughs> also a, a flaccid penis, I guess. Looks like it has Those are his legs, but yes, <laughs> I can see what you're Okay. God, if I hope they're competing in some sort of uh, competition for cuteness. Because <clears throat> that's gonna be an easy one. Keeping a secret. So which of these two Pokemon do you feel like would keep a secret for longer, Ev? 
God. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I feel like Vivian's a fucking chatterbox. I do agree with that. Oh, it's so excited and happy. Plus, Arctazolts has been gone for years. You have to resurrect it. It died with your yeah. secret, probably. <laughs> and then has kept this secret for thousands and thousands of years. Uh, boy, egg yeah. group undiscovered. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it was known to live in ancient shores. Moved very slowly. I don't know. I feel well, like it's, it's combined by two. You have to combine two dead Pokemon to make it. it's like a Frankenstein. It Pokemon. is a Frankenstein. Yeah. And did Frankenstein ever tell a, a secret or tell a lie? <laughs> did Fra <laughs> did Frankenstein's monster ever tell a lie? Uh, <laughs> um. Yes, I think so. Um. Let's look at if there's any trivia that says Arctazolts has never told a secret. That would be really, really helpful to us on this page. Um. No. No. Oh, they are stupid though. It literally says that they are sluggish and stupid. Hmm. I don't know. That's not great for keeping secrets. Yeah. That's not great. Let's look at He could be he could be tricked into he could be tricked into telling. Yeah, he definitely could. Is Vivian very smart, I wonder? Are there are there like intelligence ratings anywhere on this page? Cuz I think keeping a secret is a lot about how intelligent you are. Yeah, like Pokémon intelligence seems to run the spectrum because like Pikachu seems to understand everything that is said to Sure. I think most Pokemon them. understand what's told to them. Yeah, they do. Like, because they they uh, follow orders. That's the whole idea. Mm -hmm. uh, but but I mean, but you do train them a lot, right? Yeah, that's what. Well, even if you catch them in the wild, as if you throw a ball at them, they start to follow orders. Um, fuck. <laughs> this one is really hard because there is no intelligence rating for Pokemon. It seems like, although someone is going to write us and yell at us and tell us that there, of course, is a intelligence rating. Um, but I can't find it offhand on here. So this is tough because Vivian has straight off the bat. Okay, wait. Yeah. Vivian has the ability of friend guard, which is. Oh my God. Seems to be like if, if, you know, that's their special ability. Yeah, friend guard. you're right. And, you know, you don't want to tell your friend secrets. So is this, is this a secret they're keeping for a friend or is this just a secret? Like, mm. you know, um, they had an affair outside of the, uh, with their, with another trainer. <laughs> so it's a secret they have about themselves. They have a, a love child that they don't want to tell their partner mm. about. Fuck. I think uh, just based on their trivia sections, I think that I might have to give this one to Vivian. Yeah, I think it uh I think it was an upset there once we found the friend guard, the hidden friend guard secret. Yeah, friend guard versus uh slow and stupid, which is really sad yeah. that that's a part of their trivia. Um yeah, but you know what? I am happy that Vivian is moving on because I truly feel hatred in my heart for Arctazolts. Oh man, <laughs> it's a very, very bad name. You feel the hatred of the uh, species. Yeah, that like, like we, we of course feel hatred for previous uh, like Neanderthals, Homo erectus, all those previous fucking you know links back in the chain. Yeah, when I look at we them, despise them. Yeah, it makes me yeah. upset. It makes me it's angry. The, it's the uncanny valley thing, right? That's what they're thinking. Yeah, basically. Is that, like the reason why we we uh, developed the uncanny valley is because in our early prehistory we were battling these things that looked kind of like yeah. us but weren't. Yeah, that's legit. But also, you know, we interbreed with them too, obviously. Uh, we got people have Neanderthal DNA. I wanted to look at, because I feel like eventually, somewhere along the line, they ran out of good character designs for Pokemon. And this does support it, because this is Pokemon number 881, which is like, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing at this point? But then I went just to see Vivian's number, Ev. 
Oh, God. That's right. Vivian is the number of the beast. Pokemon 666. The... So do we still think it's the, the winner? I do think it's the winner. Did it just... It just fucking played us, didn't it? I think it did. We already voted it in. It, and... tricked, its, it tricked its way. It's like, eh, suckers, these are flaccid penises and erect penises. You pieces of shit. <laughs> Vivian! Vivian! All right, Vivian, you're moving Vivian. Um, yeah, I feel like we... I feel like one of the things we need for this is a... Um, like little clips of all the Pokemon saying their their name. Yeah. I bet you that's somewhere on this page. If we, uh, if we like look up their sound or something, there's probably a part on this page where we can hear them saying their names. So our next matchup is Reshiram, the vast white Pokemon. (laughs) How big is this thing? 10 feet. Wow. That sounds like, I don't know. Can we, can we say that in Trump's America? The vast white Pokemon. (laughs) I'm afraid someone's going to kick down my door and wave a Confederate flag. This motherfucker's over 700 pounds. Holy shit. Okay. Versus. He's only 10 feet tall. Versus Swampert, the mudfish Pokemon. (laughs) Oh boy. But let's see what they're competing in. This could really swing the battle. They are competing in chess. All right, so we've got Reshiram and Swampert competing in a chess match. Okay, again, we do not have any sort of uh, uh, way to judge their relative intelligence. Um, Let me see if I can find, because I think the way they say their names could tell us, um, you know, how, how... how do I search for this even? Reshiron name say. <laughs> name. This guy teaches technology, <laughs> folks. <laughs> I don't think there is a way to how to pronounce. Here, I, you don't have the sound on here, but let's see if we can hear Reshiron saying his name. Oh, no. I can't hear Yeah, it. let me let me share my, uh, I'm going to stop sharing and then share my sound with you real quick, because I think it's important that you hear the, the horrible guttural noises that Reshiron makes in his, uh, when he is alone. Here we go, Ev. He's he's throat singing with not just like one voice, but there's like a screech, yeah. there's a howl, there's all sorts of noise going on here. All right, so let's hear what Swampert's got. What's Swampert bringing okay, to the table? Okay, all right. Uh, Swampert sound. Let's hear Swampert. Oh, Swampert is very much a dinosaur. Yeah, he sounds a lot bigger than I thought. How big is Swampert? Uh, Swampert appears to be 4'11", 180 pounds. Okay, so he's not He's not that, that big. big. No. Is there I wonder Oh, there's a Swampert AMV, the animal I have become. I really love that. Okay. So, these do not seem to be they don't seem to be really intellectual Pokémon. So, is this a matter of which Pokémon is going to knock the board over the least? I don't well, know. Well, Reshiram fuses with Qudem using the DNA splicers to become white Qudem. So, he's got So, Reshiram has DNA, like knowledge of DNA. I don't. He's like a, or, or he's like a retrovirus. Like he just like, <laughs> he's like he's like an RNA retrovirus where he just changes. But I wouldn't say that vaccines have intelligence. I wouldn't say a vaccine would ever win a chess match against a bottle of aspirin, right? So I don't think I, I don't think he's using the well, DNA he's splicers. Using the DNA no, splicers, people, which I imagine are some sort people of people are using machinery. DNA splicers on him. He is not using a DNA splicer. It can be used on QRM to fuse it with Reshiram. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's absofusion, of course, as you know. Uh, this guy <laughs> absofusion. <laughs> I can hear the uh, Tim and Eric absofusion. Um, this guy is the game mascot of Pokemon Black. I don't know if that factors mm. into he's on the box, all that good stuff. 
Um, he can learn. How about we do this? Because you can learn moves in Pokemon, right? So mm-hmm. this guy, this this Reshiram can learn this amount of moves. That's a lot of, That's a lot of learning, moves. right? Let's see how many mm-hmm. learned moves Swampert has. He can learn. He's got a ton. Yeah, that might even be more moves. Jeez. Okay, I wonder if that's because he's been in more games than Reshiram. Do we dare count these up, or do we just eyeball it? It looks like Swampert has more more learned moves. I think he does have more learned moves. So Swampert is more teachable. Yeah. So the question is, are we setting them in front of a chess set with zero experience, zero learning, and just see who gets disqualified first? Or are are we actually... I think we have to teach them how to play chess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So Yeah, we're gonna teach them how to play chess. If we're teaching them how to play chess, I think it's obvious that Swampert takes this one. Yeah, I mean Swampert can learn more about chess. Jesus. Okay, Swampert learns more about chess. Alright, so Swampert takes it over Reshiram. Hot damn. I think take that vast white Pokemon. <laughs> think, and this is a renunciation, of course, of Trump's America. Uh, yes. And we are we're draining this well shit. No, draining the swamp. This is Swampert. <laughs> draining the swamp. So the, the swa- Swampert's back. The swamp buddy. is coming back to bite Trump in the ass. Okay, sure. Uh alright, done. Done. I like that. Alright, we have renounced you, Trump. <laughs> Here's the next matchup. Kaparaja. I love this Pokemon straight off the bat. Yeah, he's got some good designs oh. there. Is that like is his elephant nose like a fist i think it is a sort of hand uh, a prehensile uh fist there and he's got these like pixely sort of tusks and this gold lame this this pokemon fucking rules right off the bat uh he's the copperderm pokemon he's a steel tap pokemon versus cubone Detroit. oh the Q-bone. lonely pokemon cubone oh the saddest pokemon of all ev do you know cubone's history I know nothing. I, I mean, I, I recognize so, him, right? But I don't know anything this about is, him. He's, he's called the Lonely Pokemon. And the reason he is the Lonely Pokemon is because on his head, Cubone wears the skull of his dead mother as a helmet. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So Cubone is the Lonely Pokemon. <laughs> oh, so there's only... Wait, does ever... Now, that's but, what's but confusing po- about Pokemon, Pokemon a, to me. A species, <laughs> That's right? what I was thinking. And I've had this conversation on Champs in the Making before. Because there's a puppet Pokemon that's like an enchanted puppet maker made this Pokemon real. But it's a whole species of Pokemon now. So I don't fucking know how to interpret that. But in any case, okay, Cubone versus Kaparaja. So let's see how they are competing. These two are competing in... Oh, a Pac-Man high score contest. This is mm. tough. Another teachable skill. Another teachable skill. Um, but well, we'd have to make a Pac-Man game big enough for Kaparaja to play. So we're assuming we're assuming we're we're taking into account like size dis- discre- like t- size and like physical ability. We're not being ableist with no, this, of course right? not. Yeah, okay. Um, so so we're, we're leveling the playing field between and, and a Pokemon or a, a Pac-Man machine small enough for Cubone who is one foot fourteen yes. pounds. Okay, so they each have their their personal Pac-Man machines. So once we have their personal Pac-Man machines, what do you think this is based off of? I don't think this is another Smarts one because uh-huh. I I just think there's something innate about being a Poke- about being a Pac-Man person. I think you got to feel out that board. You got to feel out how those ghosts move. And it's also reaction time mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta have you gotta have some speedy reactions. And I ugh, see Ev, unfortunately I do think we must I mean not to be ableist, but I think because Kaparaja is so big, big he's yeah. probably slower, period, right? 
Um, I don't. Is he playing with his trunk? Do you think? Probably. He'd have to be. I mean, he's not playing with his elephant. Feet. Well, can he become prehensile? Let me search for the word prehensile. Can he become prehensile? No. Oh wait, what's? It's not prehensile. It's a uh, bipedal. <laughs> oh, okay. It adopts a bipedal posture when it gigantamaxes. What is a gi- <laughs> Oh, look at this gigantamax. Holy gigantamax. shit, that's a It turns into like a brick wall. Big Pokémon. He truly is. He looks like a wall from Magic the Gathering. This is Elephant Wall. Um fuck, dude. So he can use his arms, although he's very blocky. Yeah, those aren't I mean they don't have fingers yeah. on them. They're just like <laughs> very strange. It's like, your, it's like your arms are two like oatmeal cans. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, Ev, here's hmm. something. Cubone appears on Pokemon Stadium 2 in Super Smash Brothers, a game that Pac-Man is also in. So Cubone oh. knows Pac-Man. Cubone and Pac-Man are friends. Wait, are they friends? Because they fight all the well, time. Are they enemies? I believe in Pokemon Stadium 2, Cubone is just in the background. He's just one of the Pokemon that sort oh. of like cheers on the fight, if I'm not mistaken. So he's cheering on Pac-Man. Yeah, so I think that must mean that he kind of gets along. Yeah, he's he's in the background, uh, in in the ground version of Pokemon Stadium 2. Let's see. Oh, there he is. So we are so we're assuming we're assuming some degree of like familiarity pixelated pixelated nepotism right where yeah like pac-man's like oh you got to go left on this yeah, one, oh though. yeah pac-man maybe is helping him yeah you cheer me on yeah. i cheer you on and i think if yeah so like yeah so like he's cubone's moving and a ghost is coming and pac-man just goes the other way oh yeah even though cubone is so cubone's pac-man's straight up cheating for if cubone. if if i were playing mario and mario was standing next to me going saker you got this you got this buddy i feel like i would do better and maybe i would feel the pressure of the fact that pac-man is right fucking there and i have to you know, be a good boy for him. Oh, I thought that Pac-Man was like in the game. Oh, I don't think Cubone's in the... Oh, so you're saying Cubone is controlling Pac-Man. Oh, but Pac-Man is using his innate game skills to help. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So I feel like Cubone, as, as, as hard as we've tried to make this an equitable contest, Cubone is still cheating. Now, but here's the problem, Ev is that Pac-Man in the game is looking at everything from a first-person perspective. So really, these are gigantic walls. We, as Cubone, mm-hmm. Cubone is a god in this world, in the Pac-Man world. So he can see over the walls. He can see where the ghosts are. Pac-Man might turn a corner, boom, sees a ghost, he's dead. Like, he might not be able to do anything about it. That's why we, as gods, have to help Pac-Man through the maze. But also, Pac-Man has, like, lived experience, right? He's he's lived and died in this world, I want to say, billions That's of times true. by this point. That is true. That is true. I don't know, man. I guess I guess the question is, is Pac-Man willing to take a fall for his friend? Because we assume Pac-Man is in both games mm-hmm. simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So if he's helping Cubone out, he's also hindering Copper Rod. That's true. Right? So he's so willing he's like, to die. Yeah. I mean, is Pac-Man willing to die for his friend? So this has not become who What's would Pac-Man's win. Pac-Man's friendship score? It's become who is, is Pac-Man willing to die for his friends? <laughs> is, what's Pac-Man's friendship score? Uh, let me look it up. Hold on. Uh, Pac-Man... <laughs> friendship score let's see what we got pac-man's friendship score is three million three hundred thirty three thousand three hundred and sixty so yeah he he's is willing to die he's for going his he's going to the mats so it's so uh, cubone wins looks like it's it's like cubone. Yeah. <laughs> cubone's our boy in this particular matchup all right cubone moves on over that that big ass elephant all right Ooh. Ooh. here we got i'm liking this i'm liking this guy i feel like this guy's my uh my <laughs> Soul. I feel my soul. Fire pig Pokemon. Yeah. That's so me. we got Pig Knight, the fire pig Pokemon, which he looks like a professional wrestler. Is that correct? 
Which is concerning to me because uh, there is already a fire-based professional wrestler Pokemon named Incineroar. Which is very weird that there's two fire-based professional wrestler Pokemon. That sucks. All right. Anyway, we've got Pignite versus Wormadam. Okay. Interesting. The bagworm Pokemon. But it comes in three flavors. Plant, sand, and trash. <laughs> Which is kind of fun. <laughs> okay. So let's see. Love that. Pignite versus Wormadam. Who do we got here? When we do Pignite versus Wormadam... It's the county fair art competition. So these two both put their pieces of art into the Canfield Fair, and we are going to see who comes out the victor. God. Like, right off... Well, what does their art look like? Yeah. I feel like Wormadam is a a collage, right? Oh, interesting. I saw Wormadam as a very sad sort of, like, you know, bleak but abstract, like you know landscape but it could be a col- i could see collage and especially since he's into so many different um sort of uh uh things right plants sand trash yeah. so sure it's a collage pig well Wormadam certainly is the more artistic of the 100 percent. yes we can we can both agree yes, on that yes pig knight i feel like pig knight is like he's the he's the guy who like puts paint all over himself and like jumps against like <gasps> oh, throws himself against the canvas interesting so he oh see i viewed pig knight as like he wouldn't give a shit about art because he's a real like jock sort of dude but you're right maybe he does just like do physical art or maybe he is the art maybe he like paints himself and enters himself into the county fair competition <laughs> Have like a Yoko Ono situation oh, here. Oh man, interesting. Now that doesn't necessarily mean he'd win because I think that you know maybe they would see this naked flaming pig covered in paint and be like, it's a little too weird for me. You do kind of have to give it up for artists like that though, and give them some bonus points simply for putting themselves out there. Correct. Right. Yeah, I feel like like Wormadan is like. I feel like he's like. Wormadan's like knitted something like a crocheted a uh you know it's like one of those people who like is you know Wormadam is a uh, um project manager by day and at night you know Wormadam likes to relax mm-hmm. and watch you know the queen's gambit and uh oh crochet, interesting right? I viewed Wormadan as very kind of emo but you're viewing them as more of a an office lady yeah because look look uh, Wormadam's all tucked away in the little like frilly frock okay all right and you know you she wear uh, Wormadam wears her uh, plant cloak and her sandy cloak to work, and then comes home, puts on her trash yeah, cloak. Yeah, one hundred percent female. Wormadam cannot be a male. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. So how do they reproduce? I guess that's a whole section on here that I'm not going to look at. Um. All right. So so that's interesting. So you feel like maybe their art is maybe perhaps even more normy. They come home, they watch The Office, they you know tuck into their cloak and their their mug of hot chocolate. So this isn't this isn't I feel like it, it, there's nothing there's nothing against like folk art, right? No. I mean, of course not. We're not taking that. So we've got so we've got on one side a pig covered in paint. Mm-hmm. A naked pig covered mm-hmm. in paint and also on fire. Mm-hmm. On the other side like a nicely crocheted ombre mm-hmm. sweater. Mhm. With a with a beautiful pattern. Man, this is hard. And bits of trash woven into yeah, it. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's a very, you know, it's recycling. I think that's definitely part of it. But here's here's the other thing is that I specifically said a county fair, right? I think at a county fair they're probably going to frown a little more on a naked painted pig. Yeah, yeah, I think Wormadam definitely takes it at the county. Yeah, fair. I think you're probably right. They're more into the normie art. Yeah, boy, I hate to do that, but it's gonna have to go to Wormadam in this specific yeah. instance. 
This is our. That's America. That's America. It's America. We're not. We're not willing. We're a risk averse. We're not willing to take a risk on a flaming paint covered. <laughs> but pig. we do renounce the great white Pokemon, <laughs> whatever the fuck yes. his name was. Uh, Ev, this is going to be our last matchup, I fear, and that last matchup oh. is Pidgey. <laughs> The most simple Pokemon of all. Aww. Pidgey. I love me a Pidgey. One foot tall, four pounds, versus Donphan. The oh, armored elephant. elephant Pokemon. All right. Pidgey versus Donphan. So, what are they competing in? In this case, Pidgey and Donphan are competing in higher amount of likes on a viral tweet. Oh, goodness. So I guess it's so and this one isn't about intelligence. This one could just be about sense of humor in a lot of ways. Or maybe it's a milkshake yep. duck situation. Maybe it went viral because they really they fucking showed their whole ass on Twitter. Yeah. That I mean I feel like yeah, they're getting which which is Pidgey or Donphong getting canceled? <laughs> I feel like Pidgey has never uh Pidgey does look a little angry. Pidgey looks like a Karen to me. Does Pidgey look uh-huh. like a Karen? Does Pidgey look like... Yeah, he's got the... he's got the uh, Pidgey, they have the Karen haircut. They do sure. have the Karen haircut. Yeah, absolutely. P- so is Pidgey like... So the, the it's Pidgey calling the cops on another Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> that seems... It seems like Pidgey might be like... Pidgey might be calling the cops on like Noibat because like it saw Noibat having a picnic in the park and thought, yeah, this is really dark, but Pidgey... Yeah, I feel like Pidgey calling the cops on Noibat because Noibat like you know, didn't put a double pump of uh, oh, espresso God. into the, uh, um, or caramel flavoring in its espresso. Yeah, that sounds about right. Just looking at Pidgey. But so what sort of Pidgey's like, Pidgey's like, I want to talk to your manager, Pokemon. So, so Pidgey is going to get canceled. So that's the tweet. But does that mm-hmm. score higher likes than Don Fon's most popular tweet, which was, what does Don Fon look like? Don Fon looks like one of those people who puts together a shit post in their basement like where the the text is all bubbly and it just says like the word green on a red background and it gets like 400,000 likes for no reason um Donphan I like I see Donphan on like a as like a TikTok where he's like smashing up a car street fighter style oh, intru- see he looked like kind of a basement dweller to me but I could so you're just seeing him as a fighter uh, all yeah, right. I mean, I mean, we could we could make Donphan like an inc- a weird incel because I mean, he definitely I looks like that. I don't think he's an incel. I think he's just one of those dudes who has like the real heavy brow and like maybe he's got a real sense uh, of humor, but he's very quiet and okay, okay. lives in his. So you're taking this a lot nicer. We've already canceled. Pidgey, yeah, I don't so want to cancel Donphan. But again, canceling is not the important part. Pidgey can be a bad right. person but still win this competition, which is higher likes. On a- well, it's not higher retweets. It's higher likes. Okay. So they might get ratioed here. So do what do we think about Don Fon? Is it is it a retweet of a TikTok of of Don Fon breaking a car in the street? Hmm. Maybe Don Fon is the one that Pidgey is calling the cops on. Maybe, or I mean, because I don't want to. Then they're the same tweet. Well, right? no, because one is getting liked and one is getting retweeted. Because one we're seeing from uh. Don Fon's POV where he's like, "Hey, fuck you, Pidgey, fuck you," <laughs> and Pidgey's <laughs> POV is like, "I can't believe he's out there. He's he's hitting his own car in his own yard. How dare he? He's gonna lower the property values." Okay, so they're so they're neighbors. Right? I think they have to and be. It's, you know, yeah, it's a property line dispute because yeah. Don Fon likes to work on cars yeah. late into the <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> That's what's happening here. Just like this is so Don Fon and Pidgey live in the Pokemon equivalent of Minerva Park, and yep. uh, <laughs> some my my small your village. small village in Columbus, Ohio. Um, so I think Pidgey's gonna get more retweets, but Don mm-hmm. Fon might get more likes on this viral tweet. Do you agree? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think Don Fon's gonna. Yeah, I mean, I don't. 
And I honestly, I don't want to give anything to Karen's. No, neither do I. Neither do I. Ev, we have one minute and 13 seconds left, so we're going to move Don Fun on and get to one more competition here. Are you ready? I can't wait. We've got Alomomola, the caring Pokemon, versus Barraskewda, the skew. Oh, there's the Pokemon with the iron skewer. The, the there we we're go. Talking we're spearfishing. <laughs> Bring it all back. This is comedy, folks. Bring it all back. That's It's called a callback. Self-control. And we have to decide in 51 seconds who would win in... <laughs> Rock climbing. <laughs> rock climbing between two fish. Okay. Which one of these two fish is going to win in a rock climbing competition? Um, well, do they start out in the water? Yeah, they have to start out in the water. Yeah, because that's where they live. God, do these Pokemon fight on land? How cruel is that? That sucks. They, they fight, like, shooting out of the water. I don't know. Wait, man. this one. Okay, this one is. looks like it's... Is it? Can it fly? F-L-Y. No, it's damaged by flying. Can Barrasquew to fly? Quickly, quickly. No, it can learn bounce though. That's important. Barrasquita yeah, I feel can like Barrasquita, if they get if they both get a, like a um a head start in the water, I feel like Barrasquita is going to jump higher and so it will dr it will die higher up on the <laughs> cliff face. We are dooming both of these Pokémon to a certain death. Which well, is I mean, check their check their friendship rating. Okay, check. See if anyone's getting help. 70 versus 50. Alomomora okay. is more friendly, but Barrasquita could probably do it better. So it all comes down to is Alomomora going to listen to us when we doom it to failure versus is Barrasquita just going to do it because it has the internal will to do so? Uh, it's got play nice, Alomomora. It's got play nice. It's got helping hand, mm. healing wish. It's got wish. Is wish like yeah. the D&D &D spell? If it is... Yeah, I think it is. It, I think it is. Well, then that, gonna... it, if it is like the D&D &D spell, then Alolomola is doomed yeah. because... You know, you couldn't make a wish in D&D &D without your game master just turning that back on you a thousand <laughs> times if they knew. So a more is like, I wish I could walk. Uh-huh. And then it just becomes, it, it, it can't, evolves into... It can't ever stop walking. It just yes. evolves legs and is cursed and damned to walk for the rest I of its I life. I wish I could climb this, I wish I could climb this rock face. <laughs> uh, so are we saying Barrasquita is the winner? Um, let's see if Barrasquita has any hidden ability. Okay. Propeller let's... tail. That'll shoot it up pretty high. Uh, Throat chop. Love that one. <laughs> Doesn't help it, but it's cool as hell. It's got oh, agility. Got... Yeah. And laser focus. Like, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's. Yeah. Barrasquita. It's in it to win it. Barrasquita right? moves Barrasquita. Yeah. Okay. Ev, we done did it. That's another episode of Champs in the Making <laughs> down the drain, as we always do. Good God. That's right. We, we just mash them up we only had uh one left we had we went do, through right? 10 in 45 minutes that's pretty Ooh, good and it was it was porygon porygon Warrior, porygon, porygon himself two, the sequel to porygon oh. it evolves if, out so of he's porygon. the one he's the one that got the uh, um like patch that makes him not not uh, cause people to glitch out yeah basically porygon's all blocky and porygon 2 is grossly smooth and wet I do not like Porygon, too. Well, he's rendered better, I think. I guess, but why is he so shiny? Anyway, he would have gone on against uh, that, that Fire Pig's first form. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No one no one knows. No one will ever know. No um, one will ever know who will win that fight. Ebo, or whatever. Uh... What, uh, what sort of things would you like to plug as we, as we exit this episode of Champs? Wishes. Wishes and dreams. Hopes. Hopes. Don't let, don't let quarantine... Swish, smush your wishes and don't make wishes <laughs> don't hope for anything during quarantine just live yeah, your I life mean, baseline level just, you don't have to be 
producing, right? You don't have to be out putting yourself out there all the time. It's okay not to do anything yeah. in quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay to just sit in the like water our, like a Like our friends, the BNL boys, Bare Naked Lady Boys always say, uh-huh. today is not the day to get it done or not to get it done. That is 100%. So I want... don't let it weigh on you. Mm-hmm. Give yourself uh, a pass know your on, limits. on everything. Know your limits. And it's okay to respect them, right? And then, you know what? Later on, you can go off his head. But for right now, we're going to walk right back to our show. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm going to plug. It's all been done. A Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Uh, come over. If you liked listening to me and Ev ramble about nothing, our show is not about Bare Naked Ladies. Our show is about us talking about eating ass for an hour and a half, usually. You're really selling it, bud. <laughs> All right, uh, Ebbo, uh, we're going to get out of here. As we always say, at the end of every episode, we'll again in never. never. Yeah, never. Goodbye. Goodbye.